do have our question to start uh, this episode, but, but I, th- I think this one needs an introduction. We don't usually, because we are guys that need no introduction. Oh, I thought you meant introduction, like, after we tape, we're going to do, like, a, hey, guys, and then play the episode. Oh. We probably should do that. That's too much editing for me. Oh, okay. Let's just do the introduction. Yeah, let's just do the introduction now. <laughs> and keep this in, though, because this is fun. I love giving people a real peel back of the curtain. Yeah, really? Break down the fourth wall, huh? Oh, okay. We, won't. we don't have to. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to episode 30 of The Brand New Jerks. I'm Ray Zawadney. This is Sean Donnelly. Episode 30, a milestone, if you will. I would say so. We really have gotten to know each other pretty well doing this, right? And this is a big episode. This is a big one. And tell the people why. For two reasons. One, um, this is our uh, September 11th memorial episode, never forget. And this is also our no swearing episode. No curses. It's, it's going to be a clean, clean episode. And I'm wearing my glasses on top of it because I want to be more studious. Yeah, and I'm wearing a Jerry Springer hat. Which, which is like the antithesis of not cursing or not being That's like, right. kind of debauchery. Well, they did bleep out all the debauchery and they put little... Um, like uh, like black bars over any yeah which everybody knew it's like what are you Japanese porno yeah I know know there's boobs (laughs) under there dude and we're starting off strong with the episode for kids (laughs) I was gonna say there's no cursing no cursing so we could well well then what's the parameter am I allowed to talk about like doing it and stuff I think yeah we have we'll do it like saying the word porno yeah I guess that's kind of bad I can't get super graphic right you no, you can't get graphic. It's gonna be tough. One it's for me. it's a really tough. It's gonna be a challenge. Well, I for me, you it's it's being kind of blue and a little bit a little bit uh, a little bit sexual. And for me, it it's is the racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's cursing. I curse like a maniac. This would be a good exercise for me. I don't think you curse as much as I do. You don't think so? I curse on stage a lot, and I'm trying to get rid of it. I don't think you do. That's crazy. I think because I talk very fast, people might not notice it, but I do. Yeah. I swear a lot off stage. Same here. Like, I'm almost turning into the guy that uses the F word in between every word. Um, yeah, I've been there before, and I've, I've, cur- I've done that, and I've curtailed it. But for the most part, I don't know if I do that yet. So you talk like a monster. Oh, by the way, I started watching more episodes of Fear City. Oh, it's really good. And all the tapes of the mobsters is them just, every other word is the F word. Really? Yeah, and like apparently like when you talk to like, um, it's funny how the movies, like the movies portrays these guys as like, hey, it's like, hey, we're we're gentlemen and it's a club and we do all this stuff and it's like, hey, it's old school and all this. How lucky can one guy be? And they're like (laughs) opening the door for a lady, but the lady is actually the person they're cheating on their wife with. (laughs) Yes, yeah, exactly. And, but in actuality, all these guys that listen to hundreds of hours of these tapes are like, they're just animals. Like they're just, they're just garbage people. Like they're just complete, like maniacs who murder people. Like it's like, like they, they, that's, it must be weird to be an FBI agent from that time and watch all these movies. Oh, they're monsters. Yeah, they're, they're, they're psychopaths. But and then it's like learned psychopath, psychopathy. 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 Psychopathy, yeah. They made that up. <laughs> that has to be made up. That, that no, I up. think it's a thing. Psych, 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 psychopathy. Psychopathy. <laughs> but anyway. We'll um, that out in post. Now I do have work ahead of me. <laughs> we don't have to edit it out. Uh, anyway, so what I'm trying to say is that 
Yeah, I like the idea of cursing less. And I, you're the same way you're saying you don't notice it with me, I don't notice that you curse. You're saying every, almost every other word? Well, that's because we're a bunch of degenerates. And we yeah. all notice we must be impervious to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't good. Because I remember being a kid, I, I used to swear a lot as like a little boy. I would swear a ton. Like a seven-year-old, eight-year-old. That's what happens when you're a child of divorce, Sean. But <laughs> I would do it a lot and then go and visit my cousins who didn't speak like that. And they were a little more well-behaved and they were a little bit more monitored by their parents. Mm-hmm. So my dad would have to give me a talk like, hey, kid, you know we got to clean it up when we're over there. You know, I don't yeah, like, okay. instead of just cleaning it up across the board. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, he didn't clean it up over there. No, of course yeah. not. He meant you, because you're the, you're his kid, and he probably didn't want them to think, like, you he lets you curse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him getting hammered drunk in front of me is one thing, but if, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also, like, I notice a lot of parents are, like, part of their gig is, like, I just, and I get it, because it's, we're in a, we're in a society! And, yeah. uh, just having other parents think they're a good parent. Which they probably are, but I think people are just probably so uh, insecure about their own parenting that they, like, part of it is like, hey, as long as I just look like a good parent for this two hours of this birthday party, uh, at least that's like a, a little mini win right now. You think they'd rather not be, they'd rather not have judgment from other parents than actually do the job all the time? Yeah. Well, I think the reality of it is, is that the, that is the job. The job of parenting seems to me, like, I'm dating Megan and she has, she's a rich, she's a, an amazing mom. But she's kind of constantly at odds with like how she's parenting. It's like you're doing a fantastic job. So I think that when you think that way, you're thinking like, oh, I like. And I think you're gonna have people are humans. You're gonna have kids act up every once in a while, and and like it's just on a spectrum. I think to a certain extent. But like, but I think with parents, the kids not being perfect for a, a split second. The parents, are like, oh, oh, well, let's all right here maybe, but not in front of so and so and this and that. Which I get, but but the actuality is. Nobody. It's, just, it's almost like, like you have like it's like parenting social media, where it's like you know how like yes. oh my god, everybody's having so much fun on Instagram, but in actuality, everybody has uh, not great days. I almost cursed right there with I, their I, kids, um, with their kids, and in general, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's everybody's like putting on air, not putting on airs, but like you want to put your best foot forward. Well, it's I don't th- also too. I don't think that anybody that's actually a good parent thinks they're like a good parent. I think you're right. I think they always are like aware of their flaws as a parent, and they want to get better. They want to improve. Yes. It's it's a, a, a terrible parent is probably the person like I killed it. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked him out when he was 18. That's a recipe for brats. Yeah. If you're like, yeah, I, I I figured this thing out. I'm the I'm the neo of parenting. I just hired a nanny. <laughs> just did my own yeah. thing. It was great. <laughs> Barely any work. <laughs> I have a whole team of people, and that person's name, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> have you ever seen anybody like anybody just annihilate one of their kids in public? Actually, like go just full nuclear, scream at them. Yes, yes, I have. I um, I've seen it happen multiple times. I've seen it. I like it. <laughs> you, you have a really creepy little smile going on <laughs> as you said that. I just think it's. I just think it's funny. I don't, I don't, I, here's the thing, I don't have my own kids, but the more that I interact with parents, friends that are parents, my girlfriend is a parent, my sister is a parent, like, you understand it, yeah. but when people go, there's a line, like, there's a line, I've seen people go over the line in public, and other people stop them. What did you see? 
oh, somebody smacked a kid. And somebody was like, hey, 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 you can't do that. And they usually say you can't do that in public. And it's like, you shouldn't do that at all, really. <laughs> face, or, face or back of the head? Face. Ooh, wow, how old was the kid? Not that old. Maybe, maybe five. And I saw it, I was like, I think it might have been the subway or something. Do you think you have the stones to say something to the parent? No, because I think I have this old school thing is like you don't tell people how to parent. But also, these people jumped on it right away. I think it was just me. Was was the person that hit their kid, was it a man that hit his kid? No, it was a woman. Oh, really? Mom, yeah. yeah. But it was like, it, it, mm. she was definitely having a bad day and this kid wasn't really doing that much. He was just kind of, I think, asking too many questions. Did, like, the, wow. did the mom that smacked him... Um, how did she react when they told her how to parent? Uh, she was like, she didn't say anything at first. Then she was like, then she got real uh, like defensive. It was like, mind your own business. And this, you know, that's my, what it's I my kid. And, yeah. Well, but it's one of those things where it's like, I think they've proven like you don't you don't hit. Like it's one thing to like you know pat the kid on the butt and go, ah, what are you doing? You know, whatever. Yeah. But it's another thing like on the subway in public, just full on. Just karate chop your kid to the face. <laughs> Just rock <laughs> Dude, I don't know if I ever told this, and it involves kids. And it's funny, because in New York, it was an instance in New York where nobody... I did get involved one time, but it was... Uh, uh, it wasn't somebody hitting the kid. There's this homeless woman, and she's oh, she's still on... I'm not convinced she's homeless. I think she's one of the fake homeless people. Yeah. She was in brand new clothes. She had a backpack. Cute? She, no. Not cute. And, but she was very creepy, very weird. And being very weird, she's like asking people for money on the train, which is fine. People are ignoring her. And she gets to this woman that, I don't think I told you this story. I, I think this woman was from a different country. Like, the, like I heard the woman talk a little bit. She had, like, she had an accent. She was dressed like she might have been from another country, maybe Africa or Senegal or something like that, which might be a country in Africa. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, she was with her daughter, and the woman was very reserved. And she had really a daughter. Her daughter was probably like four years old. And this woman, who was acting very strange, a white lady, which had even more to the racial aspect to it, yeah. walking down the subway, nobody's giving her change. She's being very like passive-aggressive about nobody giving her any money. And she gets to the daughter that's with this woman, right? And she goes, oh, look at you. You look like a choochie doll. And I was like, that's got to be racist. Yeah. That's got I don't know what a choochie doll is, uh, but that's got to be racist. I think I know. And she goes, look at your hair. And everybody knows that's a whole, you know, you don't do this. Yeah. And she starts petting this girl's head full on. Like, just petting this girl's, like, 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 treating top her like of her head. She, treating her like she's a, like a pet or a dog. Yeah. It was very creepy. And the woman, the girl's mom, was, like, so freaked out. She was kind of, like, smiling and nodding, like, okay, okay. But not saying, get the hell away from me. Yeah. So she was kind of freaked out. You're on the subway. Maybe she was new to the city. Who knows? Maybe she was visiting. I don't know. Anyway, the weird part about it was, and I don't usually get involved. The weird part, I look around the train. And I think I was a little bit buzzed. I was coming back from a party or something. And uh, yes. the, I look around the train. Everybody on the train is like rolling their eyes and almost like, oh, hell no. Like, like no, how is she doing this? But nobody's saying anything, right? And the woman's not stopping. She just won't stop petting this girl's head. So I got to the point where I was like, Hey, hey, you're good. Stop. I'm like, that's good. That's good. I'm like, nobody, nobody's going to give you any money. Just, just go. Just keep going. And the woman 
flips out on me, loses her mind, gets me up against the door, screaming in my face, you don't tell me what to do! Like, like up against the subway doors, you don't tell me, what, how dare you, how dare you say that to me! Like, in my face, and she was obviously crazy. <laughs> in the middle of her tirade, the street pull into the station. It's my stop. Go, Bing bong. I go, that's my stop. <laughs> that's my time, folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, and I just get off the train. She's still like distraught and like, you know, mumbling to herself as I'm, I'm like looking to see if she's still like yelling and stuff. But it was really, really. Do you crazy. think after you left, she went back to those people and was like, <laughs> Sorry about that guy. And just started petting the little girl again. <laughs> no, I think she got far away, uh, far enough away from the kid and she was crazy enough that she just kept going. Because I, I called her, she came all the way over to me. I was like midway through the train and the woman was like on the other end. So it's like, I think she would have just kept kept doing her thing. Because it was like, it was dude, it was one of the creepiest moments ever. Do you think she could have hurt you? Like you think you could have physically defended yourself against this crazy woman? Um, oh, I could have, yeah, she wasn't, yeah, I could have, I mean, she would have started, I could have just pushed her off, easily. Okay. Good. She was, she was not, but she would like, was talking about how, when she was doing her rant as she was, not the rant, when she was doing her spiel as she was coming through, she was talking about how she had kids, and it was when I was working a day job in Midtown, I must have saw this woman, same woman, up until this point, 15 times, never saw her with a kid, never saw her, and she always had a different outfit on, brand new clothes, so I think she was like a scam, or she was just a little bit off, or whatever, well, she was definitely off. What kind of doll? Choochie doll, which I never, I don't, yeah, I've never heard of in my life. That has to be a racial slur, we're gonna look, if anybody knows, message us, because I probably will forget to Google it after this. Whenever you call somebody a trinket, or a doll of some sort, it's it's from a certain time, like, when I was in Ireland once, some old Irish dude, Called me a tubby jug. <laughs> I can tell you what that means. Do you want to tell you well, what no, means? it's an actual real jug that Ireland had back in the day. I looked them up online. It's a jug with like a like a like a full chubby it's face. A fat jug. It's a no, it's like it's a tiny jug, yeah. but with a face on it that like looks like my my. <laughs> yes. He goes. He looks at everybody else and he's like saying hello and then looks at me. and goes, Oh, look at you! You look like a tubby jug. And I was like. What's a, tum- what's a tummy jug? You knew what it was. <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, like a wee jug. It's like, it is, it's like a little jug. Yeah, but he didn't mean that you were a little guy. <laughs> he was being mean. He wasn't being nice. <laughs> he wasn't being nice. He was breaking my chops. You could, we said balls. We can say balls. Yeah, we could say balls. Okay, this episode's gonna go off the rails. You already dropped the H word. What did I say? Hell. <laughs> I should have said H E double hockey stick? Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you know what I was thinking is, is yelling at your kids in public. I, I think my mom rarely ever yelled at me in public. Sometimes when I was a kid, I would dress up like Captain America to go to the supermarket with her. And I, I guess I wasn't allowed to bring my shield after a while because I would throw it in the supermarket. I feel like that's a now thing that wasn't done back in the day. That's actually kind of cool that she did that. Yeah, my mom always let me wear a costume. But then she said that after a while, she had to really barter with me to leave my weapons in the car. <laughs> Future school shooter. I'm sorry. Real Columbine, Bob. No, I'm a protector. I'm sorry. I'm, tr- I'm sorry. I'm trying to protect my mom just in case somebody tries to attack her in the supermarket. I watched enough Lifetime with her to know that that can happen. So why wouldn't Captain America be there? <laughs> so she, you thought your mom was going to get it was going to be a stalker at the supermarket that your plastic Captain America shield would protect you. I was pretty good with it. You had the moves, huh? Pretty good at firing that shield. But if she ever yelled at me in public, it would never be like a blowout. It would be one of those like whisper, like, right, right. Come on, stop. Oh, 
Dude, we would just get a look. The mom just look. look. Right in church, you would get the, the gritted teeth look. The turning. Me and my sister would be talking in church, even just talking, like whispering, talking. And my mom would look at us and look with the gritted teeth, like, don't even try it. Did your parents yell at you? My dad yelled, like, a lot, yeah. I've, like, never been yelled at, really. It explains a lot. Yeah. Well, because I never did anything bad. <laughs> I'm an angel. Well, I don't know about that. But the, you never got yelled at? Not really. Not that I can remember. Never been grounded. I never was grounded. My dad was just, and he was weird, like, he wouldn't, I guess he would yell at us, but it wasn't, like, at us. It was just, like, at the house. <laughs> it was just, like, in the vicinity. I just, yeah. <laughs> That's just how we talk. Yeah, he just... Yeah, but, he, but he was great, great dude, a loving dad, great dad. Was he a loud guy? He was a loud guy. Like, hmm. I'm sorry, why did you make a face after you asked that? Just, just trying to connect the dots, really. Are you implying something? Just, what's the what's the phrase about the apple and the tree? Apple doesn't fall far from the yeah, tree. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. I, well, how does it uh, uh, work in this situation? Saying you said your dad's a loud guy. So that would, it just makes sense. That's all. We can move on. Are you saying I'm loud all the time? Am I loud all the time? You're not loud right now. No. Really? Well, that's because you can watch the decibels right in front of you on the on the on the Zoom recorder. Am I loud? Am I like embarrassingly loud? No. Because I'm I'm known. Am I known as a loud guy? Like, do do you guys talk behind my back and say I'm loud? Like Donnelly is a little loud. You can say I would say that we good, talk behind your. Everybody back. talks behind everybody's back. I just mean like. Like, that would be a descriptor. That would be, Donnelly's loud all the time. <laughs> well, how do you say it? Just say it, because this is a good topic. This is a really good video for the podcast. How do you say it? Like, Not that he's loud you do, all the you time. you do an impression? Like, if you do an impression, the impression is going to be loud. Oh, that's how it is. So, yeah. what's, how do you do the impression of me when I'm not around? Just do it. I'm trying to think of a good way to, uh, a good uh, context for it. Um, uh, <laughs> I gotta get the gravel in there. It, yeah. Uh, it would be. <laughs> Everybody, a lot of people impersonate me. I told you my Joe List one. What is it? Joe List just says my name in my voice. He goes, Sean? That's his, that's his whole. That's what I've been summed up to in the world of show business. No, I mean, you just gotta take the show seriously. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you, don't, you don't bring a notebook onto the stage if you're doing a professional show. I mean, you just keep, you, 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 you have your bits prepared. You can do eight minutes. You can do eight minutes without having your notes right in front of you. I told you that. Well, here's the thing, though. And I'm doing it right now as you're saying. But here's the thing, though. Like, you, I talk like that when we're in, we are in heated conversations about comedy. We get very into very intense conversations about comedy. But I do go, I, that's exactly how I sound. You're, here's, here's what it is. I don't know if it's just that you're loud always. You can go from zero to a hundred real quick. <laughs> it is just, it'll be. <laughs> but it's yeah. all, but but it's also, in fairness, the setting lends itself to being louder than normal. We're usually in a bar. Mm -hmm. We're usually having conversations yeah, that we get fired up about. But is it is it a little annoying? Are you like take it down or not? No. Oh, you're not. I wouldn't hang out with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fine. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. There's I, a difference uh, between loud and annoying. Have you, I gotta be honest, have you, have you had an instance in the, in the, in the, in recent, recent times where an attribute somebody had, like from, I don't know how to say it, so I have a story about this, but. It, Just tell the story. Well, it's, all right, 
recently, about six months ago, I hung out with somebody that I haven't seen in a long time, and uh, I was I, like, my remembrance of this person was like, oh yeah, great guy, good hang, whatever it was. And then I hung out with him, and I'm like, oh, this guy is one of these people that didn't give, let you get a word in edgewise. And that's one of the things that I worry, oh, let me ask you that, is about how I go. Do I interrupt people too much? You can say yes. No, well, well uh, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm being I'm honest. Very, very I'm just concerned. trying to think before I say something because I'm very concerned with that. See, I don't think of you as interrupting at all. I'm concerned with that in relationships too. And, oh, really? Yeah, but I think comics in our nature, it's just kind of accepted that if it's like a couple comics at a bar, it is just, you better fucking. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I just, I just said the F word. First F word. How far did we make it? How far did we make it? We made it to 21 minutes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now is it is it the wheels off? I don't off? think so. No, I, I think, think I think I think that I just get one lashing. Yeah. That's gonna be the bonus content. We're gonna start a Patreon. It's just me and Sean beating each other with whips. We're gonna hear about your kinks, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Stop me from cursing. We already heard about my kinks. Uh, it's true. Yeah, but we Green can't on this episode. Yeah. Muscle my green limit. <laughs> Um, also, I just I was thinking of you today because there's a She-Hulk filter on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I was going to send you a video from it, but I looked terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I might reverse your kink. I can't do it. I'll, I'll just look like Shrek. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, man. Have you? It would be you sending it to me would be like conversion therapy for somebody that likes green people. Yeah, the one people are sent to like the anti-gay camps. Yeah, it would just be for for green people. That would be my anti-gay camp. Just, <laughs> just, just filters your friends in the green. Just my like, male friends sending me green pictures. Is like, this what you want? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm tall, I'm off it. I'm off it. Back to peach or yeah. or, or or black women or what would you say? All all of them. All but green. You are. You're, that's you're being more racially inclusive. You're being like even if it's fantasy, you're being yeah. more racially inclusive. Like, is that racist? If what shouldn't people be attracted to avatars? This is a good question. Now what if there is an avatar out there somewhere? And we got to go back to your story. Yeah. But real quick, while we're on the topic, do you think it would be racist if somebody had a dating profile like a Hinge account, and you could change what the ethnicity that you want is, right? So let 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 me just give you the scenario. Is it racist if a white guy on Hinge? sets his demographics to what he wants as only Indian women. It, you can't do that. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. That's new. It's been, it's been, it's been there since, since I've ever used it. No, you can't. I swear to God, I'll show you after. Wait, we you, can find really, it. Yeah. you really, you say... You can set it to only black women. You could set your hinge no, for only you white women. Yes, you can. They, well, well, because, yeah. How do they get away with that? Why, why couldn't they get away with that? I, I used to do hinge, a couple, well, not this one, a couple years ago, but like... Well, I mean, if you're at a bar and you're a black guy who only dates black women, that's what you're attracted to, but, you're only going to hit on black women at the bar. But how they don't get attacked for that? Because the new narrative... Here's the thing. Back in the day, it was... It was it was not thought of as racist if you're like, I'm just not attracted to, to black women or black men, or black men being like, I'm not attracted to white women, or, or black women being like, I'm not attracted to Asian men. It was like thought of as like sexual preference. Yeah. Now, I've seen multiple, I think you could ask a multiple, a lot of people, and they'd be like, that's racist. You're being racist. 
you're being, uh, or, or there was a clip of this woman who was heavyset, who was big, and she, her TikTok, and granted, I grant, it's TikTok, I know, but her TikTok was her talking about how, she goes, if you're, if you aren't, if you won't date heavy women, you're, you're, it's like, it's like being racist or ableist, and it's like, it's, that's just not, it's just not true. But I don't, I don't think you can help what you're physically attracted to. That's what I say. Yeah. Who knows where that stuff comes from? Like, you know, it's little tiny sexual encounters that you have that get you on the track of what you find sexually attractive. So... So, well, then what do you think is... So this is a thing. I, I, I could show you this. I'll prove it to you. I wonder, I, if there, I, I wonder if there's, like, articles written about it. There's gotta be, because PR-wise, I can't believe they would do that. That's crazy. They do do it. This is Hinge? Yeah. Wow. I was like, I, how there's not people going nuts about this at the same time. And what do you... Okay, so what do you think is would be... Considered more racist, a white guy whose search is narrowed down to only white women, or a white guy whose search is narrowed down to only black women, or only Asian women, or only—I don't think—only what or, avatars, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Only avatars. What's more racist? What do you think is more? I, don't, I per- personally, I don't think either. I don't think either is. But what do you think would be perceived as worse? White women. Really? Yeah, because they're saying, yeah, because the whole idea is like, oh, you'll only, you'll only have sex with white women, you're, you're, uh, that's your privilege, and you're, and you're not, um, you're yeah. ignorant, and you're, why, how, we, how would the black woman think, because, what, that he has some, you're thinking he has some kind of like, what? I don't know, maybe like, like, like he, he wants like, uh, like all, only Dates Asian women because yeah, like it's almost like fetishy. Um, or only well, like uh, well, well, black. You know what's funny about that is, isn't it? Fun, it's not funny, but I mean like, Asian when white guys date Asian women, it's it's thought of as fetishy. White guys with black women is never thought of as fetishy, and they just kind of goofed on at comedy shows. <laughs> 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 you just goofed on at a comedy special for ten minutes in the front row, but like. Um, it's fetishy is the idea of there's it's <laughs> so funny there's probably a lot of stuff written about the white guy Asian girl thing it's a lot of hipster a lot of hipster stuff happens with it but there's also a thing where it's like if, if you really think about it it's, it's just sexual preference yeah I don't think that there's a problem with it either I don't either I don't think there's a problem but you're right in that I'm surprised that there hasn't been an article written about it how are people not boycotting people boycotted Uber for charging people from uh uh, protests or whatever it was when the, oh no a disaster people were coming back remember they were trying to people for rides from that disaster and they were like yes. oh boycott Uber and uh, so why I, I I have no issue with it but that's what I mean that's where the double standard lies because I think if you if you get people in person like it, it's only going to happen think about how much stuff has to happen for something to go viral and get, be on the public eye and have bad optics like it has to be just the right formula to, for the right person to go, what the hell is this? Like, me or you tweeting it now, nobody would be like, whatever. But because a certain account does it at a certain time of day, a certain climate, then people go, oh my god, can you believe Hinge does this? Yeah. And, and, it's, and then it shows kind of the bullshit between, like, social media and online and, like, in person. Because if you spoke to most people in person, you're like, I'm just not attracted to this type of person. They'd be like, yeah, that's your choice. That's fine. Well, and, and I think that there's also something uh, that can be said about, I mean, there's a lot of cultures 
when somebody in their family or somebody, you know, in usually family dates somebody out of their race or out of their ethnicity or out of their culture or whatever, it's an issue. It happens all the time. That's what I'm saying. So, and, and, and so, so maybe, that, maybe that's where, you know, if anybody ever had an issue with Hinge doing that, they would be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Indian. My family, you know, we stay within our own ethnicity. Like that's and, what my family would want. And yes, but there's a um, there's a more allowance for that but in that than there is in the white community. Because okay. and also because you're thinking of I think the the argument of somebody would be well you have all the power so you're you're you're, you're uh, exercising that power by not expanding your your horizons or your sexual preference which is bonkers to me it's one thing when it comes into like I I, I the idea of like hey yeah your whiteness can get you sh I do actually believe that in certain circumstances but the idea of going like you're dating only white women to just further your white privilege is just, is just wrong it's just not the I case. Agree. But then, but if you look at that, one of the biggest groups I think that gets mad is when black dudes date white women. Black women get very upset about it. There's like millions of that scenes the, and shows and issues. I'm sure there's a, a bunch of tweets about it online. There's a lot of stuff in shows. Yeah, exactly. Like popular so it's like, is that wrong? Are they being racist against those white women? Or are they mad because the black men don't want to wait, date black women? It's like, it's what, what it, it kind of falls under the same blanket, you know? And let me just clarify something that a lot of people already know. Two things, and it's one, that... You and I know nothing about, about race relations. Social. Nor do people really care to listen to two extremely handsome white men <laughs> um, who have no issue picking up any women have to say about <laughs> dating and, and dating out of your race. And number two, uh, my account was never set specific because I will fuck anybody. <laughs> and that is my second F word of the day. That's true. Not fuck anybody, third F word. Not have intercourse with uh, anybody, but, I mean, nothing's off limits. Except dudes, people that are too young, and people that are too old. And there's like three dudes that I probably... Do you think there should be a word for... What'd you say? So there's like three dudes that I probably... Let toss me around. Is there? Probably. Do you, what are their names? What are their names? Yeah. Um, famous I would, people, I'm guessing. Yeah, they're all famous people. Guy plays Thor. Sh not Channing Tatum. H Hemsworth? <laughs> Liam Hemsworth? Channing Tatum, gross. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Uh, probably like, dude, after seeing Maverick? Cruise? Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong with Cruise. You can't go wrong with Cruise. Yeah, also, you might pick up some of that. <laughs> and might pick up some of that like, everlasting youth DNA. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> By insertion. <laughs> I don't know, but and, and I'm not saying that I want this episode is. Hey, don't let your kids listen to this episode. <laughs> Stop here. And I'm not saying that. To, to be honest, though, like after watching Top Gun Maverick, I used to like really think Tom Cruise is such a weirdo, but now I kind of want to hang out with him. Maverick made Tom Cruise a movie star again. Yeah, he's cool again. Also, from what I hear, he had. I think there was a little bit less involvement with him on it, which might be good for him, like to be like, hey, just be the famous, just be the. The movie star in the movie, they nailed that movie. It's insane oh, so how good that movie is. I don't, we can't. We already talked about. I'm that. not gay. By the way, I feel like I feel like that just needs to be said, dude. I'm not actually, <laughs> bro. I'm, I swear. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just do what you want. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. 
I I really don't. Hey, I want to bang She-Hulk. <laughs> I don't care what anybody's doing. I just think that you have everybody has to be honest about themselves and their journey, and I just wish you the best. Is what I'm trying to say. What's that supposed to be? I think in general, nothing specific. I just mean like in life, like you know, or any kind of I don't know any kind of turmoil inside of you, like like just tension or any kind of you know. I'm fine. I'm not good. I don't, I don't know why I have any tension. I mean, I do eat a lot of salami. That could oh. be why oh. I have that feeling in my chest. Um, I just think that uh, really I think you have to come to grips. Yeah, it's almost like come out as yourself. Come out as, your, as yourself in general. I, I mean, am myself. I mean, I'm always myself. You can come out as it. A straight white man. Okay. So. I wish you the best. Surprised you didn't scream it. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> We got off on a little bit of a tangent. You were telling a story about a friend that you thought was a good hang and you haven't seen in a while. This is what, last well, year or something? You said it's a while it was ago. like six months ago, but I thought about it recently. About It was like a comic friend of mine who we met up. And I remember thinking like, oh, this will be a fun... It's weird, like, the people you have to meet up with, like, one-on-one, you really have to be selective. I think it's... I also think it's myself, and the older I get. Yeah. This guy would not let me get a word in edgewise. But, like we were talking, uh, talking about before... I thought maybe, I'm like, am I that guy hanging out with certain people? Like, am I, do I interrupt a lot? Am I, am I annoying with conversation? Like, but I don't, I almost have to like take a beat. I'm like, oh, let me, let me take a beat and make sure I'm not monopolizing conversation. Or, I did that once on a, a, a Zoom show during pandemic. Dude, I think just having that thought means that you don't. Yeah, I think you're right. Or like, maybe it means that you did and now you are aware of it. But you would say, you've never had that that instance with me. You never had that, that happen? That I can think of? No. But I'm sure that we've both done it to each other. I mean, I'm sure we both, you know, we're around each other enough where one of us is just on one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Also, I always meet up with you, even for these, after I have like, a giant coffee. And I'm a new coffee drinker. So I'm like, I'm like somebody who gets a hold of crack and then just abuses it immediately, which is most crack. <laughs> You're talking about everybody that's got... I'm like somebody who's gotten a hold of crack and loved it. Oh, you mean everybody that's tried crack. Yeah. You know, crack seems tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of those guys. But I drink a good amount of coffee now and I, I definitely... It helps me a lot, but I'm also I'm like talking a mile a minute. I'm already a fast talker, so... Yeah. So I'm also like, oh, did I add the interrupting after? It's re- I think we're both fast talkers. Yeah. So sometimes when I gotta add like subtitles for these things, I'm like, oh my god, how did I how did I throw six likes in that one sentence? This is a really good episode because it's making me be really self aware about stuff. This is very therapeutic. Yeah, absolutely. But my point being is that have you ever had that happen to you, where I, I guess it because I've known this person for a long time, so it's like. Oh, I'm like either I think everybody changes I'm also getting too old to deal with it I am at the point now where I'm like if I don't want to hang out with somebody I, you're right like I just don't hang out with them I just walk not walk away but I'm like no nah, I'm not going to bother well I, I, I think I've learned this more in like maybe this is part of it but I've learned something more in like romantic relationships well one just in any relationship you're going to people change you're going to grow apart as you get older regardless and it just has to do with the effort the two people are putting in and, like, evolving together as friends. Right. Right? Right. 
But, like, I've noticed it in romantic relationships where, like, I've gotten, like, with somebody and then I realize, like, oh, uh, somebody was, like, that, what happened to me before kind of wasn't right. Like, or, like, some the way that somebody treated me, I don't like. But you don't know that you don't like it until you're around a lot of other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, like, with, I, I, or like, I, I, with like friends, Comparison, like, comparing. With friends, you think other, like, certain things are normal. Like, what I love, like, what I like in a friend is somebody that we can bust balls, okay? Like, we, this is, I'm getting somewhere with this, I promise. Uh, no, I'm not it's, it's, like, two guys, like, 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 me and you busting balls. Like, we could, we could mess with each other at all times. Really, nothing's off limits. But we also, like, are never doing it with the intention of being mean. Never. Have you ever been around, like, you get around another friend, and it could still be a good friend, but you, like, bust their balls about something, and you could tell they're like, oh, I don't, I don't do that. And I'm like, okay. We don't do that, but, like, that's, that's why we'll never be as close as me and some other people. Um, yes. We'll that happens. have a similar... Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I've had that happen a good amount. Where it's like, where it's, And it does happen in comedy a lot. There's some comics... <laughs> but, I mean, is that an I made the mistake once of... And you know this oh. story already. Of me and another friend of ours, uh, a guy I used to do a podcast with, my friend Dan... We used to do an impression of this comic that we were like, oh, we're friends with this guy. Yeah. And I made the mistake of telling this guy to his face, like, hey, we do an impression of you. And then I did it. And he was like, oh, yeah? And he was like, so annoyed. <laughs> and there's a very good chance this guy doesn't like me still based off that. Are you serious? I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think, I don't think you, Well, I also don't think you, nobody's paying attention. I don't think he cares. I also think that sometimes people think that I get mad about a joke or something. But I really don't. I just think you're yes ending it. I just think it's funnier to, if if I'm like if I go along with the bed. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, you had a good one. You were telling me a story right before we started recording, and my girlfriend called, and then I got on the phone with her and her son for like five minutes, and I come back out, and you're all acting butthurt because I interrupted your story, and you were like gazing out the window in the rain, and it was really funny. Oh, I'm so yeah, I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's not f- like. It's almost, it's just more fun that way. It's more fun when you go to a haunted house and you act scared. Or you, like, succumb to being scared. Succumb yeah. Succumb a bit. Have fun. Well, here's the thing, man. Also, there's nothing that you can say about me that's going to offend me. Really. No. I can't, I, I'm at the, the comedy did it. I'm at the, I know I bring out my age all the time, but it's true. You get to a point, you're like, but I was always kind of like that. You can... I'd rather you bust my chops. Like, the amount of times people are like, that's why people are like, everybody loves you, Donnelly. I'm like, there's got to be people who hate me, which which, yeah. which always happens. I'm not just saying, oh, I'm so special. Somebody's also, got Also, if you do hate Donnelly, email brandnewjerks at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know that you hate him and why. Yeah, please tell me because I'll try to improve on that for you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there you go. It's, like, it's all about growing. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is like, so that's why I like getting my balls busted because like, I, there's really, you know, if you, there's other things you could probably say that don't involve me. If it's like, like, if it's about family or whatever, it's like, well, that's, that's bad because it's like, that's them. That's not me. It has to be, has to be like about me. Nothing offends me. The only time that I get mad when somebody's like messing with me or saying things to me is when I can read the intention that this person is like trying to hurt my feelings. And I take it as disrespect. Well, yeah. I, know. I don't like feeling that somebody's intention is to, like... I was like, you're just saying that to try to, like, make me feel bad. And I don't like that. Like, when my friends are making fun of me, 
that's different. They're not saying it to intentionally make me feel bad. That's just how we have fun. That's how we, you know, deal with things. Well, you have, a lot of times you'll have, that happens in comedy too, because you'll have comics, and sometimes they're just trying to be passive aggressive and they really are, do want to do some damage. And then sometimes it's like, oh, I see, you, you're friendly, you bust people's chops, so I'm going to um, do the same to you, but I don't have that skill set. And, yes. they're, and they're screwing up, and then you're taking it as the passive-aggressive point, and you're going like, and I actually, if you can't bust balls, if you don't know how to do it, don't, don't do it. Because that's, that, more that's more offensive. That's actually, I will get hurt by if you're, if you're busting my balls and I barely know you, and you're not doing it properly, the level of busting the balls you're supposed to do, then I'll be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, we're not even friends. Like You're, not you're in the that. big leagues right now, yeah. busting balls. Yeah, I can take most stuff, but you have to be really good about it. I also don't like people talking about my mom from drunk. Um, yeah. You could say you like, ah, maybe not. I don't care. Somebody said like, oh, I banged your mom. Like, well, that's that's kind of down the middle, but like, yeah. Well, I had sex three times. People have a lot of go-to. What did you say? My mother's only had sex. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I do want to ask you something. And I, do we have a lot of time? How much time? We have a little bit of time. Oh, we're at 41. 41? Yeah. Okay, you have something? Yeah, you have something as well? I have something too. Well, you go for yours. No, you go first. All right. Well, no, it's actually, it, it, um, well, there's two things, but I'll say this one. I, it was kind of a jerk store moment. I had ra- racked my brain and I got really anxiety ridden because a friend of ours, a friend of uh, mine in, in St. Germain's, uh, invited me to his barbecue, and it was really far away. It was out east on Long Island, and uh, on Long Island, on Long Island, yeah. And um, anyway, so Saint Germain had to bail last minute, and I was like, I took hours to figure out what the Texas do because I, I still wasn't going because I didn't have the ride, and I kind of felt good about myself because I didn't make up some excuse like, because he Saint Germain legitimately was sick, and uh, instead of me going, hey, I'm not feeling so well, I can't come out, whatever. I just said the like the real reason. I'm like, hey, this guy was my ride, and I can't get out there because uh, I didn't feel like going. Yeah. After I didn't say I didn't feel like going because that's just rude. But like I said, I go. Well, you don't feel like you feel like going, but you don't feel like I don't, the commute. I, it would have been like three hours, you know, like two and a half hours. So I felt good that I wrote like, hey, this is just the reason he was my ride. That's the reason I'm not going. Instead of chasing down or making up 15 different excuses. I was like, hey, this guy's not going. He was my ride. I'm not going to be able to make it. Sorry. I've been trying to do that more. I think it's a better... Because those, I, I feel in like... In relationships, it works really well, too. I feel like you're allotted a certain amount of lies in life before you really start getting the karma and bit in the ass, A-word, for um, not telling the truth. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I believe in karma. I'm a, I'm a very I'm a very karmic guy, Sean. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're allotted a certain amount of lies that you're able to get away with until the universe really starts saying, like, dude, what are you doing? So yeah. I don't want to waste my lies on why I can't go to a barbecue. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that theory. Yeah. You, you, you have a satchel of lies. You have a satchel and when you're of done, lies. those are gone, you're done. Can I say something? What? I think, I think I'm on eat. I'm almost on eat. The amount of lies that you have? I have a couple lies left. Well, I think it's, I think most people's are. But what I mean with this, once they're gone, the well, maybe it starts. To, you have like a X amount of like X amount of strikes, and then once that's gone, it starts to chip away at like now you're just lying for the sake of lying. Or you know, it, it chips away at your not ego. What would you call it? Like your 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 uh, um, reputation or your or your you know 
Well, I'm saying the validity. I don't know what would that what the word would be. Well, I'm talking like like in in a direct karma sense. Like if I'm your karma, that's a good one. Saying, hey, Sean, I I can't make it to record today because because uh, my my uncle's sick. My uncle's not sick, but right. I lied. And then uh, another time, I'm like, uncle thing, killer excuse. So I keep using it, and then my uncle actually does die, and it's like. That's what you get, dude. That's oh, karma. That's different. That's called OCD. <laughs> no, it's not called OCD. I know. I'm kidding. But like OCD is like if I gotta like you know pinch my nipples three times or my whole family's gonna get hit by a truck. But, right, right. I know. But you're still you're but you. It's kind of the same kind of linear thinking. Like where it's like I was just trying where to put you it think in a this quick affects analogy. this. Yeah. I just think you're 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 given like a certain amount of like leeway in being dishonest with other people until the universe is like I. Right, this dude, nah, we're not no gonna more. Him as much anymore. You right, know, he's not gonna, uh, he's not gonna win a blackjack, or you know, he's not. I'm, I'm thinking of bad examples. So you're adding, to the, you're adding to your bad luck at that point. Or, you're, or your, your bad, bad luck, or your, your bad, bad karma, karma, your bad juju. Yeah, exactly. Bad juju. Bad juju. Um, I, I, yeah, you know what it is, man. I, I even said to Megan recently, I was like, should we start calling mass again? And I was like, I'm not religious, but part of me now is thinking uh, it can't hurt to go and meditate for 45 minutes a week and, like, be in silence and, like, th- think about, you know, like, the idea of being... You ever meet somebody where you're like, oh, that person's a better person than me? Like, I've, 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 I've done that a couple times where it's like... You do a podcast with one every week. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, like, I'm like, oh, I think that the idea... You know what did it for me? I told this a while ago on the show about how those, those, um... Oh god, they were like, oh, those they were like creepy dudes. The, the Christian guys. Yeah. They weren't even. They weren't even that. They were like nice enough, but they had that 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 religious sheen to them, like the, the fake smile and whatever it was. But they said a question that was like has like kind of haunted me since. They're like, "What do you What do you live for?" Or what you know? And I was like, "I couldn't answer." <laughs> That's what everybody's working for. Uh-huh. Everybody's working for the weekend. What you live for? And I was giving like really, and they're real answers, but they're very like. It was nothing unique. I was like, oh, family and to be a good person. But then when I said that, I was like, are you a good... I don't know if I'm a good person. I don't know what the, the, the measurements are and the, the, the analytics of a good person is. I'm going to have to go back and find this episode. <laughs> because 30 episodes in, I'm pretty sure we just had a verbatim conversation. Joke? Yeah, verbatim joke. Is you said, what do you live for? And I went, the weekend. And then you went, nah. The weekend's what you're working for. <laughs> so, uh, you heard it here first. The first guest will be next week on Brand New Channel. <laughs> We're literally repeating the jokes. <laughs> Which we probably have done before, but you had a, um, a deja vu moment. <laughs> so anyways, I burned my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back to OG number one. First episode, my ass burned. Uh, it was a good memory. Why Why would that guy really change your... He didn't change my thing. His question changed my thing. And not to the point where I'm like, hey, you're right, Jesus uh, is king. And, 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 and don't get me wrong, it's, it, it's more the idea... It's more the idea of like, well, you... I think I just assumed I'm a good person because I'm like, hey, I never murdered anybody or whatever it is, but I'm not doing these outward acts of kindness. I'm, I'm kind to people. I try to be kind to people. That also was another moment I had where, I think it was on a date or something, or was it, maybe it was another comic, this woman 
I go, I go, I think I'm a nice guy. And she goes, nice is arbitrary. You want, what you want to be is kind. Yeah. And I'm like, I, that spoke a lot to me too. Because I think my upbringing a lot of times is be nice, be nice, be nice. But the actual real thing you should be striving for is I'm a kind person. And being a kind person, I think, involves acts outside of yourself. Not religious, doesn't have to be, you know, I'm, but I mean like putting yourself out for fellow man, stuff like that. And I don't, I don't do that. Do you have an answer? What do you live for? I, like, I really, like, here's the thing, like, I don't think of, you know, I want to say, oh, my family or whatever it is, but, like, when people say that, what they really mean is they have a wife and kids. I don't have a wife and yeah. kids. So, I think I live for the idea, I think I live for being, this is what it is. I live for, I wanted to be a, a, a good person, and, but, but my metric of what a good person is I think changed by asking me that question. So the idea is like, I thought I was doing that. And then I'm like, oh, but maybe I, there's more I could do. So the level of what I would want to do. So I think I was being like a surface level good person or nice person. Oh. And then you want to change it to being an actual good person. I know this is getting very, very no, it's not because, semantic -y, but Because you got me thinking about what I live for. It's the thing. And also I think it, I think it involves comedy because I think comedy is such a selfish endeavor. Don't get me wrong. There's... A lot of good people in comedy, but the actual act of it and the world is very self-involved. It's a selfish endeavor, but when you think about it at the core, it is something that our favorite part of it is the making people laugh. Right, but 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 for who? Mine isn't for me. Mine's for me. Mine's for so? well, it's gotten better. I've gotten better. I've gotten better. In the moment, it's for them. In the moment, I, I want to win you over. But when I first started comedy, it was the, this is a contest, I'm going to win this contest. I'm way more competitive. I'm, <laughs> it wouldn't be evidenced by my career, but I'm way more competitive uh, than, I, than I realized I was in past years. Like, I, there's certain things that I get very, very annoyed about if I'm not doing well. And one of those is that with that time on stage uh, is I better be winning the entire time, but a lot of that is for me. A lot of it's for me. But is it okay for it to be mutually beneficial? That it does. A hundred percent. Does it feel good for me? I mean. Well, one of the best things I've ever heard was, "Hey, you have to remember, they're there to have a good time." My thing was like, "You're my enemy. I'm going to battle you, and I'm going to win you over. Yeah. And when I do, that's the victory for me. The next step is the next level in the video game." I, I did this. I did a feature spot and I won you. I killed the whole time. I did this. And then it's little tiny wars. But in actuality, it's like, it's, it, and don't get me wrong, you should have the idea of the doing the job mentality. But I also, the idea of saying they're there to have a good time, you want them to have a good time, helps you have a way better time. Well, and the best thing that I ever heard, it really changed my perspective at one point with doing stand up, is somebody said, because I had that battle mentality. Like, I'm going to war with this audience. Right. But somebody said, and this isn't always the truth, but if you, but it is a lot of times, and if you think this way, I think it's a really good way to think about it, is the audience, they want you to be good. Yes. They want you to be fun. Yes. I mean, some audiences are tough. Some people in the audience are jerks. But they, they came, they paid money. They came there because they want to be entertained. So they want it. And also, the type of person that is showing up to trip you up is purposely sitting in the front, so they have so much more presence, and you're you're just assuming you're assigning their what their outlook is on the whole audience. That you're going, oh, you're going to stonewall me up front or be weird about it, or not even stonewall or say something under your breath or whatever it is. So that I'm a, I, you're the leader of the group because you're right there. And the thing that we can't get past is that's their problem. 
That's 100%. not our problem. Not, yeah, exactly. But every time on stage, I could tell myself that a million times off stage. Once I get on stage, I'm like, it's my job. I got it. Like, you know, yeah. F word U. Ah, there you go. Back on the track, baby. MF and CS and... Well, you're going really... It's becoming an anagram here. It's becoming a real puzzle. CS was cocksucker. <laughs> cocksucker. Cocksucking. And Doesn't it defeat the purpose if you just explain it after the fact? I know, but I don't like leaving our audience in the dark. <laughs> Unless you're listening to this at night. You're driving at night where you're listening. Well, it's also the thing where, think about how many times. And you don't have a choice to be in the dark. I, you, you want to talk about editing? Um, it also. What, you didn't think I was loud enough? <laughs> I got to try to match up our levels. My Sam Kinison like. <laughs> Kinnison's one of the funniest references. To even give you an idea of, like, how much I we do it for ourselves, like, how many times have, like, that's another thing where it's, like, I've had people say really, when people say really complimentary things to you, I take it as, like, really? I'm, like, like I'm, I'm, like, shocked about it. Or when people are fans, like, you know, people contact, they go, when people, it's, like, really? Are you, are you sure? Like, but... The mentality should be like, yeah, of course, I, I, I'm good at what I do. And I do think that for the most part, but when it's presented to you uh, by a message or somebody coming up to you or, or a, an achievement or, or, or whatever it is, or getting booked for it, whatever it is, it's also like, well, okay, I guess I'm doing something right here. But I, I always have the mentality like, oh, no, you all hate me and I'm going to win you over. It's like that kind of thing. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. But I think, but I think in, in talking through this, I think that that's what I live for. Personally, is joking. I said the weekend at first. I live for the weekend. I do live to have fun. I live to have fun, and I have fun by making myself and other people laugh, or making myself and other people have a good time. Like, not even just on stage. Like I, and it's probably why I'm such a people pleaser. Yeah, is I like being around a group. Like if I'm around a group of people. I like everybody to be enjoying themselves. Same here. Whether we're laughing our butts off, we're laughing our little bums off, or we're talking about something serious. Laughing your butts off with the CSers. That's God's yeah. <laughs> Sean, we're trying to do like a clean thing. You were just doing the same thing. I know, but they, I already explained to them what CS means. And now you're dropping a hard CS. But the full CS. I can't believe we couldn't do you it. You said the awk ucker part. Of it. The Akakar. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if you could call somebody on a TV show Akakar. Sure. And people would get it immediately. Yeah. You Akakar. Oh, I call a lot of people cocksuckers when I'm watching TV. When I'm oh, watching the news. Pittsburgh mode? Yeah. Watching the news. When I'm watching. <laughs> These cocksuckers are just trying to, trying to raise the gas prices. You know. That's a, definitely a guy. That's a, that is a guy that exists. It's a million guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Should we get? Should we do a longer episode? And I'll ask you a last. Actually, yeah. this could this could go short, or this could okay, go. Okay. Yeah. Ask the last question. What? Who? I don't. I really don't know. I've I seen. Thought you were gonna say, who do you think? Like you are. <laughs> <laughs> um. Who is Andrew Tate? What is the Andrew Tate thing? Oh, I wish you hadn't asked me that. Do you know? No idea. Okay. Good. Then we get an episode. I don't know either. 
That's what I mean. I'm like, this could go short or really wrong. Oh, I, I like the fact that you. No ideas. I, I keep hearing the name. You know what happens is I hear a name like that, and I hear it being talked about so long, and then like three days go by, and I think I'm already way too late for this. I get that, yeah. but also I immediately get mad at it. But I've, I've seen clips of this. Have you seen the clips of this guy? He's basically like the. He's just one of these. He's basically like a pro wrestler. On social media, he's just talking about he's the best, like Conor McGregor, but without the. And I think he might have been a sports guy of some sort, maybe a UFC guy or something, so like low level governor or something. But he got governor. then he got canceled. And there's a new thing of these guys. A lot of these guys just say they get canceled, but th- that's not really happening because it's like you're already, you were just on the internet, so you don't get you can't get you can't get canceled from the internet. Does it help their career though? Yeah, he's like, everybody talks about it, so I wanted to ask, see if we got a clip out of it, but I'm kind of glad that we're both, like, in the dark uh, about, about who crazy it is. that we got canceled for our last episode, and we're still doing this. <laughs> I know. Can Thank just... you, everybody, still sticking with us <laughs> after all the big wigs in the mainstream canceled us for what we said <laughs> about Godfather 1 being better than Godfather 2. I'm not going to take it back. I'm going to stand by it. And if these liberal cucks want to keep, you know, <laughs> DMing me and saying, actually, Godfather 2 is better because they go to Italy. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. I don't Let's keep it to yourselves. I just think that we could probably, we should just, at the promo for this episode should be us telling how we got canceled. Yeah. Awesome, man. Hey, Andrew, t- you should tweet it, Andrew. Andrew, t- we got canceled, too, because we just said it. Drew. You should go by Drew. I don't like Andrew. Drew Tate? Drew Tate. I don't like that either. Andy Tate. I like Andy Tate better. Andy Tate? That sounds like... I just keep thinking of Andy from The Office. You know the problem is the Tate. That sucks as a last name. It kind of sounds like Taint? Yeah. Yeah. Tim Taint. Andy Taint. Andrew Taint. Taint. Yeah. Well, he's like... It's funny. He's like... He does these clips, and he talks such a big thing. I'm like, oh, the purpose of these clips is for people to hate watch these clips. Oh, that's... And your name's Andrew Tate, Taint, whatever your name is. Well, you know what they did? Um, I just watched the Elvis movie, which maybe we can talk about on the next episode. If you watch it, you should watch it. I'll watch it. I'll we'll talk about it. It's so good, dude. I'll watch it. But what they do, and this isn't a real spoiler, and this is something that did happen, is his manager is making merch for Elvis, and he's making these I love Elvis buttons. But what he also does is makes and sells I hate Elvis buttons. He said, if people were going to hate you, we might as well profit off of it. Well, it's funny you said that because that was a clip of the Andrew Tate guy, not to compare him to freaking Elvis, but, and he even said, even if you hate, you comment or you hate my clip, you're still a fan. And I'm like, he's not wrong. Not wrong. If you're being talked about at this point, I guess that was always the case because even, look at what you're saying, it even happened all the way back to Elvis. It's like, just whatever's was in the public eye. Yeah. Yeah. But then you got to know how to capitalize off of it. Just saying inflammatory things that, like, with a weak opinion and and, and wearing sunglasses. <laughs> can we do, can we do that? Can we do a sunglasses app? Can we do? Oh, well, let's do an Andrew Tate episode where we just say hot takes. We have a list. Well, that's what next week is. Yes. Next week is this. We gotta wear shades because our takes are so hot. <laughs> I love that. The hot take shades episode. I gotta remember to bring shades. Dude, I have a couple cool pairs. I think of my thing. That's a good one. Dude. The Andrew Tate Hot Takes Shades, Shades episode. episode. Oh my god. That's, that's not even that long. 
We could add a couple more words. <laughs> I don't care. We could put we could put the uh, the fucking Andrew because we'll be able to swear next week. Yeah. The fucking Andrew Tate shades two hot takes for TV for the cure for the. Cure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, uh, just lastly, this will be coming out Thursday, a couple days before Sunday, which is September 11th, and we just want to say, uh, never forget. Yeah, I, I actually. I know you didn't want to do that at the end, but I, I thought, thought it would, I, thought, I think we got to honor the country. <laughs> Who said I didn't want to do that? You said you were like, oh, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I said I think we need to do it now more than ever. And why now more than ever? Because the division. <laughs> what division? In our country. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Everybody's so divided. I feel like I need to, we need to take a stand. We need to be brave and say never forget and always remember. I agree. And I never forget. I agree. Now you're just making fun. Well, also, guess what? I'm I'm going to I'm gonna dedicate this episode to the troops, which is all what you didn't want to do. Yes, I, I did. Well, you said, well, we're already doing the September 11th thing. Oh, so do the you know why? Because I dedicated this to God. I dedicated the episode to God, and God is, is in all of us. So basically, yeah, I also dedicated it to the troops. I'm dedicating this episode to my, my dead dad. How about that? Which, he's, he's with God right now, so he's hanging out with God. I have a personal connection to God. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but for God. And you can't, there's nothing, there's no bigger honor than that. Right? I'm dedicating this to my sick father. And the more listens that we get, it'll probably make him feel better. So... Well, I'm going to pray to my dead father to help your dead, your, your sick father. <laughs> Jesus. Well, hey, this is coming out Thursday. You never know. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we're going to now. <laughs> now I feel bad about it. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. <laughs> I love you, Dad. <laughs> I love you, Mike. I love you, Dad, in heaven. That's another thing people do. <laughs> do, do you think he is? Yeah, I do. Why are you saying my father's not in heaven? I, 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 I'm sorry. Do you have the opinion that my John Donnelly is not in heaven? My, my sainted Thank father? you so much for listening to the brand new jerks, everybody. <laughs> uh, we are available on all streaming platforms. That's your Spotify. That's your Apple Pods. That's your Google Play. Uh, that's uh, anything else that you can stream podcasts on. We put our clips on YouTube. That's brand new jerks on YouTube. Give that a follow. Subscribe. Uh, we are also on Instagram. I'm at Raby Killing Them. Uh, Donnelly is at Shawnee Time on Instagram. Follow us separately. Um, we're posting our clips all the time there. We're on the TikTok. That's uh, at Brand New Jerks Pod. And uh, this episode is uh, dedicated to both of our dads, <laughs> the truth, 9 11, and God. <laughs> Also, whoever controls the UFOs, which might be higher than God. You never know. Maybe it's your dad in heaven. It's very possible. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta stop. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next week for the Andrew Tate Sunglasses episode. Extravaganza for the cure. Hot takes jamboree. Thank you, Mike.